team, keep it clean You see my boy, he like gotta made it Boy, that's my homie, ain't that right engraving Shout out to engraving Oh, team, keep it clean. Welcome to episode 13. 13 uh, episode of the podcast. And this is a special episode because, one, we got a special guest. Uh, but, two, this is the very, very first time that we are recording. We recorded two episodes of the podcast in one day. And usually, for, for the most part, I don't even get two episodes within a week. Uh, so getting two episodes in one day is something out of the blue. Uh, but I'm going to go ahead and let my special guest introduce himself. He is the uh, the second guest that we had on this show, or on this podcast. So go ahead and uh, Raven C, let him know about yourself. What's good, everybody? So you already know Raven C. Started off with the reactions. Everybody know I keep my reactions crazy, but I also keep it clean. That's <laughs> too <dude>, man. <laughs> well, you a fool, man. <laughs> <laughs> where, 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 where can they find you? Tell them about your YouTube channel, Twitter, all that good stuff. Uh, my Twitter is uh, Raven underscore C E E. Same thing for as the um, YouTube is just Raven C all together. Raven then just C E E. I should pop up. I should be number one. You see up there, my big bro head. <laughs> Now let me let me ask you what what made you start uh, wanting to do YouTube videos? Well, it started off um, we read that draft with uh, Lamar, mm -hmm. and I was like, man, let me just you know I already had a little little twitch, but you already know how twitch is. Mm -hmm. So I was like, let me see how uh, you know how my uh, me just reacting. Let me see how many people can relate to the excitement. So I just recorded that. I was like, let me just upload it. And I uploaded it that night. I got back home. I said, probably the next day, that thing had over a thousand some views. Mm. And people just kept complimenting. I was like, you know what? This this is pretty fun. Mm -hmm. And I was watching you do it as well. So I was like, he has a chill atmosphere. We pretty much think alike and got a lot of stuff in common. I was like, let me just, you know, do a couple of videos and communicate with a couple of Raven fans with mm -hmm. in the comments and everything. Right. See where it goes from there and that's where it just started from. Yeah. Do you like doing it? Oh yeah, yeah. The only uh down part is uh I get shout out to my wife cause she leaves me in the my little man cave for the Ravens game. <laughs> but uh, you know, so the kids won't come in. But uh <laughs> Other than that, yeah, it's pretty fun. You know, you have your ups and downs. It's every time the Ravens lose, that's when the views really go up. <laughs> <laughs> like the hate is real. Hey, yeah, that's true, man. Cause um, Lamar Jackson is probably uh, ever since like Ray Lewis air reading him, 
Um, Lamar Jackson, he is probably the most polarizing figure that the Ravens have had on the team in like forever. Well, not forever, yeah. but since since them, since back in uh, those days and back in their days, because they really yeah. haven't really had that that like that superstar guy on the squad like that. Everybody knows, and I think when um when you get to a one name basis, when people can say either your first name or your last name, like there's not too many people that that you could do that with. Like, and speaking of NFL, for instance, people say Brady. Everybody knows who that who that is. If you say Mahomes, everybody knows who that is. They know who you're talking about. And now Lamar, he's reached that status where you say Lamar, everybody knows who you're talking about. And of course, um, in like NBA, dudes like Jordan, Kobe, LeBron, the guys that could go by one name. And, and Lamar didn't reach that, but now, just like all those other guys, he just got to reach the championship. <laughs> so. It's, it's time to go ahead and finish that. Uh, hopefully this year, that'd be nice. As long as we get through this whole season. Um, now, I know you talked about with like YouTube and stuff. Um, there's a lot of ups and downs. Uh, what What are some of the downs that you've seen with YouTube? Uh, really, just uh, you can relate it to life. Really, you have the the, the good, you know, people that you can tell <laughs> they was raised right. And then you have some people that just shows the ugly side because, you know, they won't say it to your face to face. Mm. Uh, they, they won't even just speak it, you know, to really anyone. Mm. And they just, I, I seen one message the other day. This dude was not keeping it clean. <laughs> and he had so many bombs in there all toward me for saying the Ravens are going to win. And then I seen one message with, you know, the Lamar situation going on right now. Mm -hmm. Some dude was like, well, I hope he dies. I'm like, dude. Man, like, said, wow. Yeah, people, I'm like, it's a sport. Yeah, man. People be on some other stuff, man. And that's, um, I think that's just, that's, that's a, it, social media just period. Social media in general, it, it is such a gift and a curse all that is, I say it all the time, and it's a gift and a curse all at the same time because what social media has done, it's allowed you easy access to people, um, to whether it be celebrities or just favorite YouTube or somebody on Twitter, whatever. It's allowed you access to people, so it's nice that you could uh, talk to your favorite, somebody that you follow, somebody who videos you watch or you, you love their team or whatever. It gives you easy access to them, but at the same time, it gives you easy access to them. So as much love as you could get, you can get that that negativity as well, man. Um, but to focus on the positive, what what's some of the favorite parts that uh that you like about doing YouTube? Uh, really want my reactions and some of my videos with just my thoughts. Mm -hmm. Some people just um, like for example, uh, with the whole Steelers and the. Um, Raven situation game movement from Thursday, Sunday to Tuesday. Some Steeler fans came in there, you know, a little wild, but then there was some in there like, man, we just hope and pray everybody's just they healthy, okay, you know, speaking of beyond football. Mm -hmm. And thinking about, because I noticed a lot of people are not thinking about, like, you know, Lamar. We can go down the line of everybody that has it. 
but mm-hmm. their family as well is in the risk of having it as well. Oh, that's true. And a lot of people didn't think about that. I'm like, it goes deeper than that. Yeah, I have it. I was like, the first person I thought about was Lamar's mom because you know they're real close. Yeah. And I was like, is she around him in that you know in their house or whatever they have? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'm like, it's just. But yeah, it just you know the positive is just that's that's one thing that just keeps me keeps the grind going. Mm-hmm. Just that that positive and. It's like um, <laughs> it's like well, one of my old artists. I listen. I'm gonna show my age a little bit. Uh, what Master P said before oh. he got big. Shout out to No Limit. Okay. <laughs> he just said, you know, before he got big, he had that one person that was just hyping him up in the crowd. Hmm. And that's how I believe I started, and that just kept me going. Where I seen one or two comment. Mm-hmm. You know, from a couple of people that just like, hey, just keep it going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then that's that's exactly what you gotta do, man. Uh just just keep it going. Keep pushing. Keep doing your thing. And um I think one of the biggest lessons that I learned from this, uh, just patience. Patience, um, stay and staying true to who you are. No mm-hmm. matter uh if if there's growth or not, stay true to who you are. Because what what I've seen a, a lot of people do, um, if there is growth, they end up selling out. They end up changing like who they are. Not saying that you can't improve stuff, but your actual personality, like they'll they'll switch it up. But then I've also seen if there's not growth, some people could still sell out, and they'll some people will just just start doing anything just to get views or anything to get likes, and that's just. You gotta be authentic, man. You got you gotta yeah. be yourself because that 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 could end up being one of the most tiring things and one of the biggest mistakes somebody could do is trying to be somebody who they're not. Because if you out here trying to be somebody who you're not and you uh you just putting out this fake image and whatnot, you gotta keep that up if that's what's working. And then like then you end up turning around when you cut off the camera and that's not you. It's that'll that'll be a big a big life yikes. Cause you could exhaust yourself from uh, just being fake. It's so, gonna show up eventually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. That's why um, I, I do love. Uh, it, it's fun. The, the the YouTube is fun. It comes with a lot of good. Comes with a lot of bad. And like like you said earlier, and that's just with life in general, in any situation. Um, but yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's cool though, man. What what is what what would you say is the uh the coolest experience that you done had on YouTube so far? Hmm. That's a good coolest. Um uh, really uh I'll say other than, you know, just interacting with my uh with people that leave in the comments mm-hmm. was uh, the stream we had on my birthday. That was pretty uh that was pretty cool because it felt like it was just like chilling with the guys. Even though we never met y'all in person. Oh, you, like you talking about that that, gr- that group stream we did? Yeah. We had like eighty people on there. <laughs> like Because I've I've seen so many like other teen YouTubers. Some of them talk just kinda chill and some of them they just go back and forth and back and forth like mm-hmm. a debate show. Yeah. It was like everybody that night was just chill, relaxed. Yeah. 
And I was like, that's that was one that was a good time right there. Yeah, yeah, that that was cool. We gotta uh we gotta run that back again. I don't know when, because I know everybody's schedule is like crazy. I know sunny across the world and Nubo across the country, and it's. But we got yeah, we gonna have to run that again, cause that was fun, man. Um, I always enjoy those. Uh, but what, what um, what am I about to say? Even now, now I don't forget. I'm over here thinking about the stream, and I'm trying to think of the next time we're gonna run one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't forget what I was talking about. Oh, you, wait, where, where are you from? I already know, but I gotta ask for the people oh, that's listening. Yeah, gotcha. Dallas, Texas. Dallas, Texas. So, how how'd you end up getting turned on to the Ravens? Well, out here, you know, obviously they didn't show no Raven games. Only when they was in the playoffs. Yeah. And the first time that I can clearly remember, I was seeing the Ravens when they was the two thousand. Mm-hmm. And I was at my sister's house. She put it on uh, Channel 4, and I seen, because I really wasn't, like, into football, like, that much because I was surrounded by the cowgirls. <laughs> so I remember seeing a play where the quarterback, the Ravens obviously was on defense, and that dude said, Hut. and it was like the offensive line just got trampled. Hmm. I was like, oh, my goodness. I was like, that's Ravens? Like, this the defense? And then I, like, asked my uh, stepbrother at the time. He's like, yeah, man, they, you need to look at them. They, they got a good defense. Mm-hmm. So I just started, like, watching. Then I started, like, kind of getting that vibe from Ray and Ed and, and my boy Chris McAllister. He does not get a lot of respect. Oh, that, that is my dude. Yeah, I love Chris McAllister, man. One of the best to me, but... Just that, and then I started like really looking into like their history, mm-hmm. and then uh, I believe, if I remember right, um, they were the first to have a black general manager. Yeah, I believe. And Ozzy, mm-hmm. and I was like, "That's a game changer." So then I just just got hooked, and yeah. then when I really, really could start like watching every game, mm-hmm. um. That was around when we first drafted uh, Flacco. Yeah, it's around 2008. Yeah. I was out of of high school and everything. Mm -hmm. So then I, you know, had my own money where I can pay for the NFL stuff to watch them. Mm. Yeah, one of my boys, he found a, uh, back then he found a little plug for NFL Sunday ticket. So... And that was obviously before the uh before they had the live streams and stuff that you could find. Uh but yeah. oof, man. I used to pay first it was like a hundred dollars a year. Then they shot up to three hundred mm-hmm. where me and my cousin, cause my cousin Frisco fan. Yeah. So we was doing one fifty each. We were just like, Man, we gotta we can't miss our game. No, oh, that's smart, man. Split it. Then that's just uh, getting too expensive. Then that's when we was like, okay, trying to trying to do some research. Hmm. Yeah. So that um Sunday ticket still going too. I I was I was really thinking about trying to get it, but they ain't got it in my area. It's weird. Man. So yeah, I say streams it is. Man. I ain't got no problem with that. <laughs> oh, one one thing I wanted to ask you too. What made you um? 
what made you do the, the reaction videos? Because that's something that I don't, I don't know if I've, I don't know if I've seen any, uh, any like, like football YouTuber include that as well. So I, I think, yeah, I think you probably the only uh, football YouTuber that I see do that. Because I see people, some people watch film or whatever. Um, yeah. and, and then some people, they just, they, they talk about the game, talk about what they saw from the game or whatever. But I, I never seen a, a football YouTuber actually uh, do put reactions to the game. So what made you want to do that? Uh, that was really all my wife idea on that one. Oh, shout out to your she wife. seen my, um, you know, my, uh, my draft with Lamar. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you act more crazy at the draft than you act at home. <laughs> He was like, you was even louder. I was like, well, I was in a stadium. You know, I didn't have neighbors, really. So, Oh, yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, she was like, you should just, if the, when we're watching the games at home, you act like really crazy. You should just record it and just see if people, you know, like, like it and is on the same level. So I was like, all right, I'll just do, you know, uh, a few games in a preseason and then just that preseason just took off from there and I just kept doing them. Man. The wife. I started looking and I was like, cause she was like, I don't see anybody else really doing it. Cause she saw like a couple of people, Yeah, but it was like YouTube, you know, uh, highlights of the game where the, you know, the game is already over. So it's not natural. Man. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I was like, it's going to take a lot of time editing, but I was like, I'm going to go for it. And i just been doing this ever since. Yeah, that's that's cool, man. Because like I said, no, I don't see anybody doing that. And um, shout out to your wife, too, because the wives, they uh, they they play a pivotal role uh, in this whole thing. And I know you talked about earlier, like your wife, like doing the games and stuff. She let you be in your man cage. She take care of the kids. So you could just watch the game and just chill. Um, but yeah, I know with, in my situation too, um, cause I used to do Madden videos, but, um, I, uh, I remember one day I had, uh, I had, uh, just wanted to talk about the game. So I ended up doing it. I liked it or whatever. I didn't do it every week. I just was like, well, let me just see how it goes, whatever. So it was cool, but I was still like focused on Madden. Um, but when my wife was pregnant with our son, she had actually, uh, she ain't feel good. Because we used to go to the sports bars because we down here in Miami. So they obviously only play Dolphins games. Um, so she wasn't feeling good one day. And instead of going to the sports bar, she was like, uh, yeah, I'm, um, I ain't feeling good. Let's just watch it from home. So that's when um, that's when I found out what them streams were. Uh, but, <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, that she was the one that got that started. All from her just not feeling well. Uh, that that's what led me to doing this to to start talking about the Ravens and talking about what I like from the game and stuff, what I like, what I didn't like, all that blah blah blah. Um, so she 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 played a huge role in this whole thing, and um, I, I like how you talked about uh, you you didn't come out and actually say it, but you said it indirectly. It's just the support, uh, the support that your wife has for when you're doing your thing. And for her, for for her to even suggest for you to do that, do the reactions, because again, like I said, no, nobody's doing that like that. Nobody's doing that for for the games every week. Um, you you the only person doing that. So 
you, in fact, you're a trendsetter. You're a trendsetter because, like I, I don't see anybody doing that. But look, I do, I do see, like you said, when they'll like watch the highlights or something. I see that a little bit, but actually, like recording yourself, watch. I, I don't see anybody do that. So that's cool, man. Um, but what's uh, how long? How long you and your wife been married for? Six years. Six years. Congrats on that. Where'd y'all meet at? Off of a um, off of a website. Mm -hmm. Then um, we you know we just talked on the phone, text stuff like that. And I remember she worked. Uh, I don't know if y'all have one out there, Pluckers. No. Like a wing spot. No. It sounds sound like it's man. good though. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, some of them good. That one, that's a whole nother story. Oh. But, uh, yeah, she was texting me and she was like, uh, my mom's going to be real late picking me up, like, for our, you know, uh, to bring me home so you can come and get me for our date. And I was like, I can get you from work. <laughs> and she was like, I don't want you to see me in my work clothes. I was like, nah, God, I'll get you. <laughs> she was like, no, nah, don't do that. I was like, I'm already on the road. <laughs> so she's like, all right, I'm going to tell my mom, oh, you coming to get me, whatever. So so got in the car and everything. She's going to beat me up when she hear this podcast. <laughs> but uh, she, <laughs> she just kept like uh, staring at me like I was smiling. She just kept staring. And I was like, what are you staring at? She's like, you got the straightest teeth. I was like, really? I was like, this is the first thing you're going to say when you get in my car. And I was like, well, I know what that means. You probably met some people in your past that had some, some not so good teeth. <laughs> and I still mess with her to this day. Like, we was out at, uh, before the pandemic happened, we was at, like, a store looking at some phones. Yeah. And then this woman at the uh, thing, she was like, man, you got some uh, nice teeth. And then my wife just busted, I know, girl. And they just started talking like they've been knowing each other for the longest about teeth. <laughs> I was like, what in the world is going on? But yeah, ever since then, man, just been just going on six years. Two kids and my, my youngest is uh, 10 months. Oh, yeah, I just had another one. Okay. Yeah, my little princess. That's cool, man. So you got two girls or a boy and a girl? A uh, boy and a girl. A boy and a girl. And I was, uh, I remember hearing on your podcast, I think you said you and your wife met, y'all dated for six months. Mm-hmm. And then you, you popped the question. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Me and we dated seven months and I popped the question. So how? So I got... Go ahead. Was you when you popped the question? I know you was nervous. Oh yeah. Did you get on one knee? Yep. See, I was so nervous I forgot to get on one. What you got on two knees? Or you were lay, <laughs> you were laying down on the ground or something? I, I, I was sitting. I was sitting down. And like I had the waiter, like the chef in the back yeah. at the restaurant we was at. I had them bring out like a cheesecake because that's our favorite. Yeah. And I had them right on it, will you marry me? Mm-hmm. And when they brought the plate, like, a whole crowd came with it. <laughs> and that made me even more nervous. Oh, so yeah. That'd be scary. And then they was like, well, well. And I'm just looking at her. My mind is just blank. 
then she was like, oh, yes, yes. And then, like, after all of that, I was like, oh, my God, I didn't get on my knees. <laughs> <laughs> but that, well, that's that's a scary part right there, too, because, uh, like, when you know, you know, but then you be thinking, like, okay, I'm going to propose to this girl. And once you get the ring and everything, and you, you, you figure out how you're going to propose, you, uh, you you think about everything, how you're going to do it and whatever, but then you think in the back of your mind, like, oh, what what if she says no? <laughs> that, that would be, oh, man, that, that would have been crushing, man. She said no. Mm. But then you, you had a bunch of people there for yours. And all of the, the crowd that came, those were just people at the restaurant? Yeah, just people that just worked there. Mm. And I was like, oh, my. Mm, that pressure, man. Ooh, because it's already enough pressure as is if it's just y'all two. But then having all them people watching, too. And then the funny, I didn't tell you this. When we was going into the restaurant, I had the ring in my pocket. And... She was trying to reach for something in my pocket, like the car keys or something. Ooh, that and I like freaked out. I was like, <laughs> She was like, what in the world? I was like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> then after everything, she was like, oh, that's why. I was like, yeah, you would have messed all of that up. Mm -hmm. well, she probably thought she was crazy, man. <laughs> Ain't no telling. Well, that's cool, though, man. But how, how did you know that, like, she was the real deal? Like, she was going to be, that was the one? The, um, because, like, everything I was, like, going through at that time, mm -hmm. she just constantly, like, gave me support. Right. Like, she's doing till this day and just encouraged me with anything. Like, even if she might believe it, it might be a little crazy. She is still encouraging me, like, you can do it. You can complete. Hmm. Well, that's good, man. And I was like, you know, that that's really rare. And then on top of that, um, we're both Christian, so mm -hmm. we had, like, Bible studies in the car and in front of her yard, you know, mm -hmm. things like that. Then she really got the green light when my mom. Oh, yeah, that's. Because <laughs> <laughs> my mom is. She don't play. She'll. That's where I get it from. My openness for as what I'm, whatever I'm thinking, I just say it. <laughs> it can come off a little rude. <laughs> that's all my mom. And my mom was like, "Boy, I like her." I was like, "Okay, that's the light right there." Yeah, that that's a test right there. Don't like. Mm. Mom don't like everybody. <laughs> yeah, that that that's a test right there for real, man. Your mom's oof, man. Cause that's cause if if it's somebody that your mom did not or does not like, and you think about marrying, that's that's gonna be a ooh, that's gonna be a rough situation, man. Oh yeah, that would be a rough situation. So the fact that your mom liked her, yeah, that's that's big, man. That's big. I couldn't imagine. But uh, it's funny that you um that you was talking about how your wife she ain't want you to uh to see her in her work clothes. Cause I remember before before me and my wife before we had got married, um, there was a time when she had worked at uh, Chipotle. So she, uh, she, that's she, my wife's spot right there. Yeah, that, that that Chipotle is good, man. I ain't even never really know about Chipotle <laughs> before then, but um, 
<laughs> yeah, that yeah, that Chipotle be hitting me. And it's 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 so good and so fulfilling too. It's hard to get fulfilling. I, is Chipotle considered fast food? I I guess it is. Kind of. I don't even know. Because they make everything fresh, so. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I guess not. It's, it is fast, though, because you just go in line and... I don't know. Yeah, but, it's in between. <laughs> yeah. That Chipotle good, though. And, and with Chipotle, um, one thing... Oh, one thing that I wish they would do... Because sometimes I don't be feeling like getting out of the car. I just wish they would have a drive through man. If they had a drive through oh, that'd be it. That'd be a Chipotle all the oh, time, man. Yeah. Mm. That'd, be, that'd be like a line like at Starbucks. Oh yeah, at Starbucks, at Chick Fil A, them lines be wrapped around the corner, man. Every time, man. But, but well, my wife, she worked at uh, she worked at Chipotle, and same thing, same thing. She's like, oh, I don't want you to see me in my work clothes. She's like, oh, I, it 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 might smell like Chipotle. I ain't, <laughs> I ain't worried about all that, man. But I, but working fast food, that that smell, it it does, it can't stick with you though. Cause I remember when um when I worked at Wendy's a long time ago um that that smell it it can stick it can stick it can hang around it'll be on your shirt and stuff and even if you wash the shirt you still smell that spicy chicken on there and that uh, that nugget grease man <laughs> for real man but they can tell you when you're coming yeah <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it's it's all good though man. Um, do you, do you, how, how, how old is your oldest? Cause I know you say your youngest 10 months. Yeah, he's, uh, four. Four? Does, yeah. does he ever like, I know he's not in the videos or anything. Is, is that, is that him that be screaming in the background sometimes? Well, yeah, that, uh, that time you come in and say, uh, <laughs> when he was crying or something like that. <laughs> yeah, that was him. It was big at time. You already know how that Oh, goes. oh, yeah. You know what? Like, I, I remember, uh, yeah, I guess around that same age, too, when, when my son was four, because he's five now. But if, I don't know what changed. I don't even know what happened. Maybe it was just him getting older, and maybe him getting a little more tired. I don't know what it was. But when he was four, tell him it's time to go to bed. Oh, man, this dude would be kicking, <laughs> kicking, screaming, yelling, crying, everything not to go to bed. I, I don't know, but... Over time, it just changed. I say, "All right, Carter, it's time to go to bed now." And he'd be like, oh, "Okay." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> like, <laughs> some, sometimes it's like weird, man. Like they, cause these kids, they go through these phases and stuff, and they go through these stages and whatnot. And, and sometimes it's like, sometimes when when he like just listens to stuff, and just like don't get no back talk or nothing. Don't like. It, sometimes it's weird. Like <laughs> I know that's kind of like bad to say but it's weird because you almost get to a point where you so where you almost become ready like all right if i tell him it's time to get up, go to bed i already know he got to come back so i'm gonna have a comeback for his comeback but <laughs> you're already prepared <laughs> but yeah he he just he stopped that like even with um all right car it's time to take a bath okay like but, but before <laughs> before he'd be like oh no, no why well, well, i don't want to right now da, 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 but now he just okay now I wish it would be like that with everything, but we so we we still working on some stuff, man. Um, but it, it's oof, it's all good. It is definitely a process being a parent. It is tough too, but it is definitely uh, it's um, it brings a lot of joy too, though, man. It is very uh, super fulfilling. 
What what would you say your favorite part of being a parent is? Just uh, really just you can see their joy. Like mm. they have their whole life in front of them, mm. so they're just like adventurous and trying to figure out everything. Mm. Oh, that's a good one. Okay. Cause it's like you know, like for example, if you go into the store or something, you come back in the house, they come straight to you. Mm. Yeah. And that always hit me right there. Hmm. Yeah, that's true, man. You know it's not gonna last long when they get up there in that age. <laughs> yeah, that that's that's true, man. That's true. Yeah, that that is big though, man. Um, especially, especially when they first do it, like when they, uh, when they like younger, like maybe like one or two or whatever, when they first start having that feeling of actually missing you, uh, cause I mean with, with the moms, they, they, I think they definitely got an advantage over the dads when it comes to the kids missing them. Cause they, they were with the mom for them nine, nine and a half months or whatever. And then, um, depending on the mom, some moms might breastfeed and whatnot. So then the kids be even more attached to them. Cause I know with my son, we ain't really get close to like either like either three or six months after he was born. When he was either three or six months uh, old. Cause at first, like, cause I was working and stuff. Um, like I, I was there for him, taking care of him and everything, uh, helping my wife out. But things were just off in the beginning. Like we just we ain't have that that connection yet. And I remember. I remember the first time when she, uh, the first time after she got home from, from having him, it was like, might have been like a couple months or something, but the first time she stepped out to go to the grocery store uh, and left me alone with him, oh my goodness, I, uh, I, I was just so annoyed because he, she left and he, ah, ah, screaming, crying, yelling, all of that stuff, I'm like, oh man. Man, but it just it just took time, man. Uh, but now we best of friends, man. So, whew. But it it was it was a process, man. But yeah, That's how my my daughter is. She just like sit there and just look at me. <laughs> Don't say anything. Just look at me. As soon as my wife come in, ah, 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 I'm like, oh my. She can just hear her voice. Ah, ah. I was like, I know I bore you. You ain't gotta show up. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Cause yeah, they they always gonna have that that connection. Cause we we ain't the ones having the babies, but um, so they they always gonna have that special connection to the mom. But it's just a uh, it's always gonna be a special connection to the dad too. But it's just a different type of connection. Uh, but it's uh, it, it's cool. Y'all plan on having any more? Uh, maybe in a couple of years. Oh, okay. So yeah, sleepless nights is hard. Mm. Uh, she, we still wake up every two to three hours. Oh, yeah, just about to ask that. If she slept through the night yet. Oof. Every two to three hours. Oh, man. What what what's type of, what type of schedule you work? Well, my job yeah. or just her? I'm a job. I, uh, 8 to 4.30. Oh, oof. So, see, waking up every two to three hours then. You might not even need an alarm clock on some days. You might already be up. Nah, cause like you might watch. She's like, "How do you? 
how do you just get up in the middle of the night, you know, feed her or something, you can go back and you'll be good for work. I was like, I learned that when I was in school. Mm-hmm. Where my mom used to say, if you fall asleep in class, it's not going to be. So I taught my body at a young age. <laughs> <laughs> so when it's, when it's time to do something, I'm, I'm good. But when that's done, I will crash. <laughs> it's like not too long because like you started your stream. I woke up probably 30 minutes into your your stream. The one from tonight? Okay. Yep, cause she she had her she was in her crib had her toys and like her crib is wood mm-hmm. and she just bang 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 and just <laughs> screaming loud. Mm. Not even crying, like, just screaming. Yep, like you know when they find their voice. Oh, oh yeah 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 oh yeah. Wow, I forgot about that whole that whole phase, man. Mm. Are y'all planning to have another? No. Mm-mm. I'd say no, that's that's it. One and done. Carter Carter is it. He is enough. Um <laughs> Love him like like we'll uh sometimes if, if like one of our friends look like one of our friends was over the other day and they um they got a two year old. Love him. Super cool. Um but I just I, I just we, we just don't wanna start over. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Cause we thought about it before, but just that the process of starting over is just oh man. And I I be thinking like man, how how would that be? How would that be to have another? Like if if it happened, it, okay, cool, we deal with it and be fine, we'd be happy still. But just uh just just starting over is is the part. Like if we could um like fast forward through uh. Hmm. Fast forward through like the first maybe like nine, ten months. You know, okay. So if you could do that. Yeah. And once they get like a, a schedule. And I think one of the, the biggest stages to, oh, one of the biggest stages of uh parenthood, I think. Or one of my one of my happiest stages what I what I love the most because it made life so much easier when you're out and about was when Carter got, when he was potty trained. Oh my goodness, man, that just made such a big difference. Because, like, if we go somewhere, if we out of town or whatever, if we, even if we not out of town, having to pull out that diaper bag, you gotta take the diaper bag everywhere you go. You got to. But having to have that diaper bag and then, oh, uh uh-oh, somebody made a poo-poo. So then you gotta go, (laughs) you gotta go change it, you gotta go find somewhere to change it, but... When he start wearing diapers, it's like, oh my god, it, it was just, it was the best, man. Oh, it was the best. I, I loved that, man. So, but yeah, like I said, go, go ahead. No, I was like, man, I remember that. Remember that with my little man. Uh, yeah. And when you in the public, mm-hmm. and you just that smell hit you. Oh yeah. <laughs> Cause it'll tap you on the shoulder and let you know, like, hey, it's time, man. It's time. And oh man, it's just it's just different, man. And even uh, like even like that, that was one. That was a a, a proud. Uh, I had a couple of proud uh, dad moments. Like I know my wife, she she ain't she ain't like it at all. Um, but when I had some proud moments when 
Carter had to go. We in traffic. So, oh, well, time to be resourceful. You got to go in the bottle, son. So, it, and, and it was like with, with her, she like, oh, man, no, go go find somewhere. And, and even when, even if we've been on a road or something, and like maybe like the stores are closed or something, and he got to go, all right, well, we pull off to the side. You go in the bush. She was like, oh, no, I don't, I don't like that. Hey, come on, that, that's, that's my son. He's a man. Yeah, cracked it, uh, like back in the day we used to open that door and crack it a little bit. <laughs> that car door. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man. So you got to take care of his business. But yeah, man, it's a, it's a cool process. But real quick, we're going to take a little break and then we're going to come back and get into the football stuff. Shout out to Graven. football part now alright just, just just jump straight into it right now Ravens what is the the one thing what's one thing that you really dislike about the Ravens how they do things how they operate whether it's something with the gameplay whether it's something with the roster whether it's something with decisions what's one thing if you could change on the Ravens what, what would it what would it be uh, obviously it would be Greg Roman Oh. That would be so obvious. But actually, I would say Harbaugh. Oh. I wouldn't say fire him. No, 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 no. He has, in my opinion, the people that he brings in, mm-hmm. They, it's like he worked with them previously or he has some type of family connection or something like that. Mm. And to me... Like, I can go all the way to, what's that, Cam Cameron. Mm-hmm. For years, I was telling people, once we get rid of Cam Cameron, we will win our Super Bowl. It's just, you can just feel it sometimes. You can tell when a coordinator is holding a person back. Mm. And I'm like, Flacco has that arm. We, yes, he don't have the wide receivers. But Derek, what he was doing with Derek Mason. Oh, Derek Mason. That was on another level. I remember Derek Mason caught that touchdown pass against the Cowboys, and I think he only had like one arm. Yeah, yeah. He had like a dislocated <laughs> shoulder, son. And, and it was hanging, too. Oh, my goodness. That was just a work of art. Hmm. But it's just hard. I believe Harbs needs to be, if you like, like Belichick. You know Belichick not only get on his players, and Harbs is a player's coach, which I can, I, I like that. But if your offense coordinator, because Wink, Wink does his thing. Sometimes he needs to dial back the blitz. <laughs> but I noticed in the last game, Wink, like, did that one blitz. I've seen Marlon Humphrey blitzing, and Eddie did a big play. Hmm. And then that was, like, the last all-out blitz I remember seeing for as the cornerback. <laughs> I was like, quick adjustment. Hmm. Greg, Giro, 
I think hearts need to be like, hey, dude, you need to fix it or you need to get replaced. Because I don't, I don't know if you seen my video I did of him about Jiro, but that's his tendency. He's only good for one year everywhere he went. Mm-hmm. Even when he had the Bills, where they had Sammy Watkins and McCoy, uh, I forgot they tight end. They had a really good team, and he was not using the weapons. Mm. And I used to like kind of think about Hollywood. I'm like, man, Hollywood is, and he had that good year last year. Mm-hmm. This year, I'm like, he kind of falling off. But then I'm like, well, we know Lamar missed him a couple of times. That's a given. Mm-hmm. Every quarterback gonna miss somebody. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, how is he using Hollywood? Yeah. How, if you really think about it, like how is this dude really using a speedster? Because it's no reason where Eric DeCosta, the Godfather, pick JK, and you see Ingram is starting extremely slow, but you're continually forcing Ingram out there. <laughs> oh boy. You know, like when uh, JK was cooking the Steelers. And then he took him out. <laughs> oh, God, I still see it in my head. He took him out for that one play, and I believe Lamar got sacked or something like that right <laughs> after that. Uh, I would have been like, wait till halftime. Wait till halftime. Yeah, that's frustrating, man. See, that's the only thing I say that Horace needs to work on is just that. And if you're going, if EDC literally giving you the keys to let you, you know, let you pick who's on the field and everything like that. Mm-hmm. There's no reason. Dez Bryant, I know you haven't played in a couple of years, but for that first what game he was out there, two snaps or something like that. <laughs> and then the last game is was really embarrassing for the Raven wide receivers that he was actually playing better than all of them. Yeah. Yeah, he he looked like the best one on uh, that game. Mm. He looked like the best receiver that day on the squad. And I, I would have told Greg Rum, like, hey, Boykin is not a starter. Mm-hmm. I know you like that he can block, but we need somebody, at least on, even if Dez don't even do anything, mm-hmm. just his history can bring up like, hey, just just have maybe have two people on him, just maybe. You never know. Cause yeah, I think with Dez Bryant, like his his name, uh, it, it holds weight and it has that respect. His name has a lot more respect respect than uh, well, obviously more respect than any of the Ravens receivers. Um, <laughs> and that's not a shot at them. It's just more so uh, praise for Dez because that's what he's done in the league, uh, and he um. He ain't look like his old self or anything, but he he, he definitely he definitely got something left. Man. He definitely got something left, like on that play where uh where he came back to Lamar, um Lamar was scramb- scrambling waiting for somebody to get open, and Dez came back to the ball, and it was initially like I think like a two yard gain, but Dez he cut up, made somebody miss, and, and cut up field, and just he he got that yak, and th- that's that's where the Ravens been uh struggling at man. With with the yak, um, their receivers they don't get much yak 
and they don't break tackles either. Like I mean, with Hollywood, he um he avoids a lot of contact. I, I just I'm really not sure why. He avoids a lot of contact. Uh, and with Willie Sneed, like he'll make some catches or whatever. He ain't like burning nobody or anything like that. Um, and with who else? Well, Dez can't really say much because he only played. Well, I can't I, technically two games, but he really only played one game because at first game he was only out there for them two snaps. But I already see it. And then Miles Boykin, he don't ever get passes thrown his way. Um, so our receivers is just they're there, but they like nobody's like fearing them. Like, did you see that thing? Um, I first saw it on Twitter, where the Ravens they they have not had a uh, pass interference called oh, against my. their receivers all season. Yes, I saw that. I saw that. I was like, <laughs> when I saw that, I was like, that can't be real. Yeah, that's like, crazy. That's I don't know. And at first, I was thinking, I was like, man. I was trying to think if I remembered, and I know it's, it's been a lot of games at this point. It's been, what, 10 games, I think. Um, I was trying to think if I could remember, like, where there were any times where I just really saw the Ravens receiver get interfered with. Uh, and I just, I couldn't really remember off the top of my head. But then I was thinking at the same time, like, wait a minute. People, like, they're not really scared of Ravens receivers. And, like, they don't treat Ravens receivers like threats. So... Yes, they might not even feel the need to interfere with them. And that's the thing, too, that if you really think about it, you can go with Hollywood, Boykin. I know, like, Sneed been getting more attention since Dez has been there. Right. Mm-hmm. I, that's kind of funny, though. But it's like, if you think about it, you really passing the fences coming into those wide receivers that scares other teams as well they will fight for that ball oh. or they will get like burnt you know hmm. and I'm like Hollywood Hollywood could probably get some pass interference calls but he's not burning anyone hmm. they I noticed a lot of people are pressing him and like the Titans I noticed he was getting pressed and when Dez Bryant was out there, Dez Bryant had at least a five to eight yard gap. Yeah, so weird, man. That's the respect. So, I'm like, even though they know Dez Bryant is not <laughs> gonna burn <laughs> the speed, but it's like, man, this dude can break some tackles. Yeah, that's that respect. Because like that, that quick hitch Lamar threw to him, and he just got like five yards out of yeah. nowhere. I was like, he, he's, that's why, uh, what's that, Butler, or I think that was Butler, Malcolm Butler. Malcolm Butler, yeah. Swung him real hard, because he got embarrassed that last play. <laughs> then he stiffed on him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's getting mad, man. Uh, hey, did, did you see that? And I, I didn't even see till they showed it on replay. Um, uh, who scored that touchdown? Was it? No, it wasn't really Sneed. I forgot who scored it. Maybe it was Mark Andrews. I think it might have been Mark Andrews. Um, yeah, he threw a dime to Mark Andrews on one of them. That thing was Oh, yeah, yeah, down the sideline. Uh, was that it? What, whatever it was, some somebody on the Ravens offense had scored a touchdown. And the Ravens, it was Lamar and, and like, two other Ravens celebrating in the end zone. And Lamar had, like... I guess he ran past the dudes that were celebrating, but then Malcolm Butler was there, and Lamar ran back and, like, bumped his shoulder into Malcolm Butler. 
I was like, okay. I was like, oh, that that's the Lamar I want to see, man. This is a petty Lamar. This upset Lamar. This little angry Lamar, man. But I was like, okay. Now, now maybe maybe Dad's rubbing off a little bit. I don't know, man. Cause we just like the team. They they just so nice. They they, they 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 so nice and like oh hey how things going with you man oh, I hope everything is good oh yeah things are great with me and my family how are you and not that it's anything wrong with that but if if you're really about to go off on somebody like as a receiver as an offensive lineman as a even certain quarterback the type of quarterback like that Lamar is he could um you just gotta have that dog man and we've been lacking that for. <sighs> Ever since, uh, well, before Dez got there. So. Bowden. Bowden was the last one. I remember Bowden. Oh, yeah, Bowden was. You said it in one of your podcasts. He pointed, we were playing the Oakland Raiders. He pointed to the scoreboard while old boy was trying to talk smack. Then I remember, I think he was playing the Patriots. He yeah, did a real good catch. And he pointed at the dude, mm-hmm. like, on his. Well, yeah, when he was on like the ground. Right mm-hmm. there. We did not have that. Now we have it with Dale because Dale was talking smack here. Yeah. Talking to um, Orlando Brown. While talking smack. <laughs> <laughs> Man. It, so I was like, we need more of that. I, I'm, now I'm really trying to think. Was Anquan Bolden really the last like dog that we had? Derek Mason, then Anquan. Then... Oh, Steve Smith Sr. too. Him too. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But other than that, mm, wow. And the thing about it, all of them had to be picked up from somewhere else. Yeah. That's why I'm hoping Eric DaCosta this offseason can change that. Mm-hmm. And that, I, I agree. Because um, I know I asked you what's what's the biggest thing or what's one thing that you would change about this team. Um, And you say Greg Roman. For me, it would be uh, just more of the, not even the culture, just more of the... uh the the lack of investment on offense to to adding weapons um because we we heard about the whole deandre hopkins thing and how it fell through but it's like okay so that fell through so what else because there's never an excuse there's never a lack when it comes to adding the weapons on defense it's always they always find a way (laughs) they always do they find a way to add all these different weapons on defense. They find a way to pay all these different guys on defense. But when it comes to offense, it's like, oh, well, uh, oh, well we tried for DeAndre Hopkins. We talked about Adam Thielen with the Vikings, but nothing. We, well, we, we were going to try to trade for uh, Zach Ertz, but then he got put on injury reserve. So it's, uh, I don't know, that, that, that part has been pretty frustrating. Especially when you look around the league and you see these first, especially second-year quarterbacks, and they're taking care of these dudes. They're really taking care of them. Because, like, look at Kyler Murray. They went in, they closed the deal on DeAndre Hopkins. Um, Josh Josh Allen, they went and got him Stephon Diggs. And still had John Brown and... Um, What's the little little receiver who used to play for the Cowboys? Little slot guy. Oh, I can't think of his name on the Bills. Man, what is his name? I don't know who you talking about. He got the blonde hair. Yeah. Oh, what's his name? 
John Brown, Stefan Diggs. I'm trying to think about it without looking it up. Oh. I got Jacoby's. Me, yeah. what they used to call him. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I completely forgot. <laughs> but yeah, him. Um, who else? Uh, well, Tua, he had, he got some decent receivers. He got Devontae Parker. He's nice. And, he, and mm. Preston Williams is nice too. I like him. Um, Joe Burrow, I mean, well, Joe Burrow, he, he's definitely set, but they, it's like he was set already, but they still got him even more, because they went yeah. in, they went and drafted T. Higgins, they, they kept A.J. Uh, Green, of course they had signed, uh, Tyler Boyd to that deal, uh, and they, they already had Arden Tate, so yeah, he, he was already set, but they still added more, um, but, and then of course Baker Mayfield, they they got him Odell Beckham Jr. He already had Jarvis Landry. You got Hollywood Higgins over there, um, and they went and signed uh, Austin Hooper for him. They drafted the tight end from FAU. They like they 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 put in some work for him too. Um, but with the Ravens, it's and I think the thing with them is they they take these almost these projects. Where guys, they take guys that are not NFL ready most of the time. Um, but Hollywood, I think he, like like last year to me, it showed that he was. Um, but him and Lamar, they had a much better connection. Things were on. And I think with, with him and Lamar, I think something's up. I, I've even heard people, like we even had it on questions from subscribers. People ask, do you think Hollywood could ask for a trade at the end of the season? And I remember, well, after the season, in the off season. Initially, when I read it, I was like, this is blasphemous. What are they talking about? Hollywood asking for a trade? But then I thought about it. I'm like, wait a minute. So this is a wide receiver in this Ravens offense. And so he, <laughs> that's a big yikes right there already. But even with the season that he's had, um, I, I think it could actually be possible. Man. I, don't, I don't even think it even sounds too crazy. Uh, if he did, now I would hope that he wouldn't, but I, I I could actually see it actually happening. But I would just hope that, like I say, I hope it doesn't. But I wouldn't be surprised if it did. And it seems like him and Lamar just, cause somebody pointed out to me a couple weeks ago, and I was thinking, ah, nah, they they probably straight. Well, they pointed out to me a couple weeks ago how you know how they show before all the games and stuff. They show him and him and Hollywood always walking into the game together, every game. It's Lamar and Hollywood when they show up. But then one week, it was after the tweet, after that famous tweet. They wasn't showing up together no more. I'm like, okay, nah, it's just probably a little coincidence or something like that. Yeah, next week it'll be straight. Then the next week, they ain't show up together again. I'm like, okay, maybe another coincidence. And then they, they, they ain't showed up together ever since. Um, so, so I don't know, man. And not 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 trying to make a, a a mountain out of a molehill, but still, man, I'm like, well, that's it's it's the little small stuff. It starts with the little small stuff. Um, and somebody, one of the reporters, asked about it at a presser the other day. And shout out, to, <laughs> oh, them comments be going crazy on on them YouTube on YouTube on them Ravens pressers, man. Boy, they be going crazy, man. People on there are wild. Just, Wow! I've been laughing the whole time. Yeah, man. Cause I almost be looking more forward to the uh, to the comments than the actual presses. Cause boy, they be bringing it, man. But I remember a reporter had asked Lamar at one of those presses, like, "Hey, what's up? Uh, is everything okay with you and uh, Hollywood?" 
And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, everything fine. I just got to find a way to get involved. Okay. Okay, now. Can't be breaking up that South Florida connection, but we're we going to see what happens, man. Hopefully, uh, everything ends up boiling over and they can get Hollywood involved. But, yeah, back to what I was saying. I just I wish that the Ravens would invest more into the offense because I just – they just they just don't man it's, and it's been like that it's been that way for the their entirety or pretty much yeah pretty much the entire existence as a franchise to where they they don't consistently invest in the offense and then of course they um they'll add these older receivers on the back ends of their careers and they just don't they don't get that guy on offense um so and hopefully that can change soon. Uh, how do you think this uh, this Ravens and Steelers game is going to go whenever it ends up actually happening? Um, <laughs> I really think um, RG, oh man, I think RG3 is going to do his thing. But then I think RG, for some reason, I just keep thinking RG3 and Dez Bryant is going to have a field day. Because RG3 does throw the ball better than Lamar right now, but, you know, he's a veteran. Hmm. He done worked his craft. He was out of football for, like, what, a year or two, something like that? Yeah. But I, I have the Ravens um, I have the Ravens winning, oh. but I already know some people going to be, oh, this was rigged, or this was they did this for the Ravens because, you know, pandemic and everything. This actually helped out the Ravens and all of that. It's going to be some excuse why they got beat by RG3. Oh, that done already started. Twice. Nope. Yeah, that done already started. I done already seen people saying it. Whew. That would be, that would certainly be something if the Ravens could win this one. Hmm. You got any score predictions or you just want to leave it at the Ravens winning? See the Steelers and man, they just you know it's gonna be either a touchdown or a field goal. But yeah, I, I don't have no score. I just had the Ravens winning on a close. Yeah, because I think the Steelers, their whole ordeal. I think they just want their number one seed. Mm. But I, was it twenty twelve? Was it twenty twelve? I think they was not twenty twelve. Twenty seventeen. I mean. Where they uh, was the number one seed and they got bounced, just like the Ravens did last year. I don't even remember. Forgot what season that was. But I'm like, I believe that's what's going to happen to them. They're gonna, they're gonna lose against the Ravens. Then the rest of their season is very easy. And then someday the Ravens in the playoffs will play either them or Kansas City. Right off the bat. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I uh, initially, when when this game, when everything was regular with this game, when it was still scheduled for uh, to be on the Thanksgiving night, um, I I said the Ravens were going to win by 10. Uh, but that was before Lamar ended up getting out, and then we lost like half of the roster too. Um, I, yeah, I, right now I don't even know how I think it's going to go. I don't even know, because it's like, <sighs> RG3, yeah, I, I agree with you, he, he is a more polished more polished passer than Lamar Jackson, um, 
And I mean, with with these same weapons, the one advantage that he that not advantage, but I guess an advantage for the weapons for the receivers and stuff. One advantage that they have with working with RG three as opposed to Lamar. You know, Lamar. Even though the past couple of weeks he has been doing a much better job of it, so that's a really good thing. He's been doing a much better job of spreading the ball around, especially yeah, yeah. as opposed to how the first, the beginning of the season was. But recently, he's been doing a much better job of spreading that ball around. So that's been really good. Um, it's, I don't mean to cut you off, but it's good. funny you said that because after what you just said about him. And Hollywood is not walking in with each other. Now oh, he's spreading the ball. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy. Wow, that's whoa. I didn't think about that at all, man. Because you know the second Florida dude is Willie Snead. Yeah. Well, I, ain't, I did not think about that at all, man. So maybe um, with if if they do got something going on, then that's actually. Helping Lamar a little bit, um, and making him really like look at other people. Wow, huh? hmm. that's crazy. Wow, so he could have been. No, you say he could have been actually helping him. But you look at everybody else in the in the league and young wire, uh, young quarterback. They really don't have that favorite favorite. You know, even Mahomes, he's on another level. Oh, yeah, Mahomes. But, is, yeah. you know, he just don't sit there, heal, 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 heal. He'll dump it out to somebody else. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he, it's not even fair how many ways. Like, Kyle Murray, you would think Kyle Murray got D-hop, but he just throwing it to D-hop all the time. No. That's true. I mean, I remember early on, like, there was one game where he had, like, 13 catches or something like that, but... But yeah, besides that, he, yeah, Kyler Murray did be spreading that ball around too, cause Christian Kirk he be getting his, um, of course Larry Fitz and and, and D Hop. But yeah, they they got some nice little weapons over there. Even Andy Isabella, they still got Max Williams, that former Raven tight end. I man, I thought that dude was gonna be something serious with the Ravens. And we stole him from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. I, I thought that dude was going to be something serious, man. I'm like, this dude got some good speed. He got good size, but just never worked out, man. Never worked out. Mm, mm, mm. I was excited for Max Williams. It's all good. He said, man, I was like, you, you, you're supposed to definitely be good. You got two X's in your name in Max. <laughs> so I'm like, come on, man. You, you got to be good, but. Yeah, the perfect name. Yeah. Just like what we're heap, we're about to scream, yeah. and all that. Good, nothing. Mm, mm, mm. All good though. It's always tough when you uh you got these Ravens guys, and especially especially on offense, defense not so much, but especially on offense, because you know with offense it, it it takes almost a miracle for us to uh, really get a guy going like that consistently. Um. But it, it it sucks when you when you see these guys on Ravens offense and they just they can't get it going with the Ravens, but then they go somewhere else and boom, hit that stride, man. Like guy like yeah. Darren Waller is obviously like the biggest one that everybody talk about. Um, with Max Williams, it ain't like he been like killing it in Arizona or anything like that, but he's certainly been uh doing better than he did with the Ravens. Um, Hurst. <laughs> who? Hurst. 
Oh, Hayden Hurst. Oh, Hayden Hurst. Yeah. Yeah, well, Hayden Hurst. He ain't doing much out there, but he's doing way more than he did. Yeah, and I think yeah. I think with him, um, I think he would have done. He definitely would have done fine here because he uh he had the best hands on the team, and he was a tight end, so you know he would have ate with Lamar. But yeah. that that injury just messed up everything for him. Helped out Mark Andrews a lot, but. That injury just set him back. Because he was, he's looking good, man. He's looking good. Uh, he's looking good in the preseason. I remember his first catch in the preseason. I'm like, wow. He, like, grabbed the ball off the ground and caught it, and he got hit at the same time. And he, that ball ain't moved from out of his hands. I'm like, wow. So this is what they were talking about. Um, he reminds me of Jason Witten with his hand. Oh, okay. I'm like, hold and up. He wasn't. And he wasn't. You know, because if you think Jason Witten is not fast, but at he all. can catch it. Oh yeah, yeah. Hurst is not fast like that, but he can catch. His catch radius is really good. Yeah, he did. Well, he did, he definitely ain't Jason Witten slow though. So, no, 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 no. Yeah, but he uh, yeah, he's he's nice, man. Um, I and this this off season, I was really uh, I really thought Gus was gonna be another one of those guys too, cause I I for sure thought he was getting traded. I'm like, ain't no way they keeping Gus Edwards. He he gonna be out of there. But they kept him around, and oof, I'm glad they did. Cause I'm like, what four four running backs? That are, what? That, you can't feed everybody. But look, look where we at right now, man. And you're talking about the Steelers game. That right there, because it's gonna be because if I remember right, this is it for Gus this year. He's another. He's a free agent. No, he got um. They can. They can slap a uh, he's he can be a restricted free agent next year and then the following year he'll be an unrestricted free agent. Okay. So they can um they can keep oh, him for very cheap, up. huh? Yeah, hurry up and sign him. Yeah, I, I, I think Mark just, Ingram is hey, out. I just go with it all the way. Yeah, I, I think Ingram is out um, after this year. I, like this, I I don't I don't see him coming back at all. Or I don't see them keeping him at all, uh, and not because he's like obviously not a bad person, but just the business side. I think Eric DeCosta gonna make that decision, just like with a Eric Weddle, just like with a Tony Jefferson, just like with a Brandon Carr. I say we love you, thank you, we appreciate you, thanks for being such a great team player. But we gotta move on, and I think Mark Ingram number gonna get called uh, this year. But I think he already knows that too. Yeah. Yeah, he got it. Oh yeah, and especially with how the last game was going, when yeah. um like this dude, wait, when I saw he got two carries, what two yards? <laughs> I said, wow, they like, I was I was shocked. I'm like, wow, this like Mark Ingram was, but just last year he's the number one guy, and two carries, and and we've of course seen throughout this season how they they force fed like they really force fed everybody. And they were just spreading the, the 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 carries around so much, and I, I just that was always so frustrating. Whether the Ravens were winning or losing, I just I never liked that because I, I just feel like it didn't allow anybody to get into a rhythm. But when they when they, sorry, he only got two, and they were both like I think in the both in the first quarter, I was like, whoa, what? Mark Ingram was just they ain't have him out there for this game like that, especially in the second half. They didn't have him at all in the second half, and I, I was just surprised, man. But yeah, like you said, he he probably he probably does know. Um, 
but we'll see. I I was reading one thing, but it, it wasn't from it wasn't even from one of the Ravens beat writers or reporters or whatever. It was I think it was from like Pro Football Talk or something. And sometimes they gotta like put like little sketchy headlines or whatever. They were like, oh well, the Ravens Mark Ingram, um, he could soon be working his way. Uh, he could be he soon could be inactive on game days. And I was thinking, whoa, like. And I don't know if they, I don't know if they gonna do all that, but you well that they well yeah he is already inactive because of that whole little COVID thing for this game, but um I don't know about all that part. I don't know if they will take it that far, but you never know. I mean, we winding down to the end of the season, so uh, we'll see. But yeah, but they they can uh they can keep Gus for cheap next year. But then at the same time, and, and this is what I thought was going to happen last year. Um, I I mean, this is what I thought was going to happen this year. Since Gus is super cheap, I thought Gus was going to ask to be uh, traded. But because I, I just thought that he, he would just want to go somewhere else. And just the same, the Hayden Hurst thing, same situation. But you know what you can do. You know what you're capable of, but you and you want to show it. And you've shown it before, but... Uh, it's a bunch of people in front of you um, getting more carries than you or whatever. But next year, I think it could be a possibility, too, if they don't pay him. Because he'll be a restricted free agent, so he'll only be making like maybe like 700000 No, if he's a restricted free agent, depending on what tender they give him, it, it'll, be like, it, it'll be like a meal or something at the most. There won't be much on the salary cap for them. Um, but I, I definitely think that's when... Uh, they would have to open that checkbook if Gus if Gus was gonna stay. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. So anyway, got any uh last words for the people? Let them know where to find you at. Let them know what you're doing, what you're working on, anything you got planned, anything like that. Just you know, with your reactions, um, try to put out more videos. Just my um. I say my vents, as I call them. Um, and just, I'm ready for the hate for when RG3 win against the Steelers. <laughs> hey, ho hopefully that ends up happening, man. Because I'll be with that all day. So we look forward to this uh, Tuesday night football. Um, that sounds so weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But I, I definitely take that over there forfeit because well, nobody trying to see Ravens forfeit this game. That was I seen a report about the forfeit. Uh, they said yeah, forfeit never happened in NFL history. Mm -hmm. if it was to happen, as you said in your stream, both teams are going to lose money and they won't get paid for that. Yeah, nobody gets paid. So Ooh. they said like, for the Ravens, it was like seven something million. And for Pittsburgh, it was like five something million. Yeah, so that because it's yes yeah, one game check for everybody. Um, so yeah, that would be bad. It'd be really bad. But now they ain't got to deal with. Well, hopefully they ain't got to deal with it. Cause hopefully now this dude, this will have been the last postponement of this game, and that'll be it. So, but we'll see. So anyway, appreciate you coming on. I appreciate everybody listening. Make sure you uh you subscribe to Raven C YouTube channel. I'm gonna go ahead and leave that in the description. 
Uh, and y'all have a good day, good night, good afternoon whenever you listen to this. Appreciate it. And we out. Shout out to Engraving.